But I think the significance of the Holy Spirit for us and the diversity that we have here today is could we all be moving rhythmically and easily with each other? Naturally speaking, I believe it is incredibly difficult. In fact, I believe it's impossible. And I'm not a guy that uses that word often. Humanly speaking, if we could achieve this kind of harmony without God, what I'm trying to say is that I believe that what our world wants and longs for is ultimately what God has made available. And while we're on earth, there will be challenges and difficulties, but let the significance and the wind of the Spirit literally be something that defines our lives, defines our church. And if every believer around the world would just stay in the boat and learn to use the tools that God has given us, water baptism is one of those incredible, significant tools. Water baptism was always there at the beginning of the church. Acts chapter 2, verse 41, many of the people who heard Peter speak believed the message and were water baptised. And about 3,000 people were added to the group that day. Water baptism was an example Jesus gave to us to follow. Mark chapter 1, verse 9, one day Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and John baptised Him in the Jordan River. As Jesus came up out of the water, He saw the heavens part and the Holy Spirit descend on Him like a dove and a voice from heaven spoke, You are my dear Son, identity. I love you, acceptance. I am well pleased, approval. When you commit to water baptism, you literally are locating yourself, uh, you know, in terms of I'm a son of God. I'm a, I, I, my identity is I belong to God. You're recognising that His everlasting love, His unconditional love is always towards you and you're already approved of. You're living your life from approval, not for approval. This is the uniqueness that we get through the Holy Spirit. Water baptism is a spiritual burial and resurrection. Colossians chapter 2, verse 11. Entering into this fullness is not something you figure out or achieve. It's not a matter of being circumcised or keeping a long list of laws, which the Jewish people were trying to do. No, you're already in. You are now insiders, not through some secret initiation, but rather through what Christ has already gone through for you. Destroying the power of sin, it is an initiation. If it's an initiation ritual that you're after, you're already been through it by submitting to water baptism. Going under the water was a burial of your old life. Coming out of it was a resurrection to the new life. God raised you from the dead as He did Christ. When you were stuck in your old sin dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive right along with Christ. Think of it, all sins forgiven, the slate wiped clean, the old arrest warrant cancelled and nailed to Christ's cross. He stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority at the cross and marched them naked through the streets. Amen, this is the good news. Water baptism is confirming your new life of God's grace. Romans chapter 6, verse 1 says this, So what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not. If we left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house there? Or didn't you realise we packed up and left there for good? 
That is what happened in water baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. When we came out of the water, we entered into the new country of grace and new life in a new land. That's what baptism in the life of Jesus means. When we are lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new graced sovereign country. Can anybody say Amen. Man, I've seen people who literally go into the water and they will have things with them, sometimes bags. And sometimes in them bags, people will put very personal things in them. Sometimes it's letters from failed relationships or broken relationships, anything that's got to do with people's past. I've seen people put all sorts of things in in, and they hold it as they go under the water and they just let go when they're under the water. They let go of whatever it is, the pain, the disappointment, the agony, the frustrations, whatever it is. But when you go into the grave, you leave dead things down there. It's no longer got its power over me. It has no hold over me. It has no wit. There is nothing of it. You disempower the past, you disempower the pain, you disempower whatever it is that's tried to dominate you. And you come out of that water and you've let it all go. You go under the water, it's like a grave. You leave everything down there that you don't wanna have in your life and you come up out of that water, it's called resurrection. It's beautiful, it's transforming, it's spiritual. And I'm telling you, If there's no faith, it's just a cold bath. What makes this incredible is that there has to be faith in who and why you're doing it. Otherwise, it's just a cold bath. Jesus Himself, let me give you some more verses here. But water baptism dresses you up in adult faith. Water baptism puts you in a new grace-filled land. Water baptism takes you away from the old and moves you towards the future and the promise of God. Water baptism dresses you up in an adult faith. Galatians chapter three, for you who were born again have been spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified, and are children of God, set apart for His purposes with full rights and privileges through faith in Jesus Christ. For all of you who are water baptised into Christ, into a spiritual union with Christ, the anointed have clothed yourself with Christ. That is, you have taken on His characteristics and values. The Message Bible says, but now you have arrived at your destination, Christ. Your destination is a person, not a place. By faith in Christ, you are in direct relationship with God. Your water baptism in Christ was not just washing you up for a fresh start. It was also involving dressing you in an adult faith wardrobe, Christ's life, the fulfilment of God's original promise. And I can't encourage anyone enough to believe that for your own life and for anyone else who comes to faith is that we've got to help encourage people to move forward and not just to pull away from what God wants for us, but to surrender to it, to embrace it, because I believe it dresses us up into all that God has got for us. Water baptism is a response to salvation. Acts chapter nine. And immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes. He regained his sight and then he stood up and was water baptized. Who was Saul? 
was the man that we called Paul. He was the first, he was trying to persecute the church and he was trying to hurt the church. And he had permission from the high priest to bring great damage and hurt to the church. And God get a hold of him and turned him around 180 degrees and he changed his name from Saul to Paul, who became one of the greatest missionaries the church has ever known. And this is what happened is the scales fell off and Ananias came around him and said, hey, Paul, rise up. And he was water baptised. In other words, before he started to do what God had called him to do, he went under the water, left the old behind, embraced the new, the significance of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Himself, before He started His public ministry, He did it with the help of the Holy Spirit. He went under the water. He came out of the water. I'm a son of God. I'm loved by God. I'm approved by God. And I'm gonna keep doing. When you find your voice, the voice of opposition will always raise their voice. When you start to bring the fragrance of Jesus to the world of Berlin, there'll always be another voice that comes back out at you. And Jesus comes out of the holy, out of the water. He goes into the desert, the wilderness, and the enemy begins to accuse him, tempt him, and say things. Did God say, "If you are the Son of God"? It's amazing how the enemy will always try to get you before or after when it comes to your identity. Are you really? Are you really? Are you? And this is what I think is a powerful about water baptism. That's why so many people fight it. Because it's an absolute spiritual warfare thing. So I believe water baptism is a response to salvation. And Jesus Himself came out of the water and He was ready for the mission. I believe for so many of you that you have to understand that God has prepared you for the mission. He is not here just for you to hang on till you get to be with Him in the later days. It's about mission. It's about purpose. It's about Holy Spirit significance. Let your life be a story of the power of God. Let your life and your journey be about, but God, but God, but God. I wanted to give up, but the Holy Spirit. I thought I couldn't do it, but the Holy Spirit. Stay in the boat, don't give up on your paddle. You can't achieve it with a chopstick. You can achieve it with the tools He gives you. Water baptism is like a motor in your boat. It's gonna take you somewhere. 